Welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. I am your host, Loga the Barbarian. And I've got a really very special guest on today that I'm excited about. Someone that I've been gaming with for, for uh, I've gained with oh, we, we decades ago. David Combs from the Brain Worms podcast. David? Hey, how's it going? It's going good. Going real good. I'm glad you're on here. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Before we start, do you want to you want to tell folks about your podcast real quick that y'all have been doing over there? Yeah, so we do a a podcast called uh, the Brainworms Podcast. You can find it at wegiveyoubrainworms.com. And uh, we uh, we just kind of it's a reaction podcast for weird books. <laughs> so uh, Joe, one of our uh, brainworm compatriots, he goes and he finds strange literature or things on the internet. And then I read them aloud, uh, sight unseen. It's a blind read for me too. <laughs> just kind of respond to it and uh, and talk about it. And sometimes it goes way off the rails. But uh, you know, it's like gaming. You never know exactly what's going to happen, but you just you just go with it. Uh, we definitely have gone off the rails with games. <laughs> <laughs> so, like I said. And I we met sometime in the mid nineties. Uh, I'm 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 43 now, so you know we were. I don't know. It's been I can't even I can't even nail down dates at this point. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> I think we worked at Wendy's together when we, at some point in time when we were young too. Didn't Must we? have been. Yeah, I think, I, I, I think <laughs> you had to have worked there too. <laughs> I, I remember you with your before you had the long beard. And the bald head, you had a bald face and the long hair and and a Wendy's uniform. Yeah, it just migrated down to the other side. It was <laughs> <laughs> it went up. <laughs> so we uh we wanted to do a, an episode just kind of looking back on gaming back in the day when we were growing up. And I thought, what better person to do that with than David? And yeah, so things have changed in gaming a lot i think oh yeah absolutely i i'd agree with that um i don't know the, the interesting thing like there's a renaissance of gaming going on right now you know the, the old school renaissance it's so booming it's booming yeah um, it's it's massive <laughs> but um when we came up you know in like the the mid 90s it was almost like we caught the tail end of the last big boom in gaming so like it became, it was something that we were getting into and then it just sort of fizzled out and you just had people that were really dedicated, like, uh, like us nerds. That kept it going <laughs> <on>. <laughs> well, there was a while there after the, like in the two thousands, when I was moving around the country in different places that I had a hard time finding games. I, I would play a few times a year. The people I knew that game, I had young kids for a while there that made it hard to schedule. And I would get a few games in a year, but it wasn't like I couldn't manage to keep an ongoing campaign like I've been. I've been for about probably about 10 years now keeping an ongoing campaign. But That's awesome. Nice. We've had like we had a lot of campaigns back then. I can remember a lot of them. And a lot of times back then, unlike now when we're at a table, I remember a lot of them being on like living room floors. We didn't mm -hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't know if it was like uh 3.5 when that came out or what what really changed things, but I remember back in the day gaming was like 
you sat around a coffee table just enough room you, yes. you just had to have enough room for your dice to be able to be rolled and that was it there weren't really minis there weren't maps it was just you know theater of the mind was the rule of the day yeah it was. we were poor kids who could afford that shit? <laughs> I, I, one of the things that we were always saying i remember saying all the time back then was uh, give me a book i need a book to write on <laughs> right yeah <laughs> you'd be on the carpet <laughs> You need a book to write on or a book to roll your dice on sometimes. Uh, oh, yeah. We had a home uh, a table rule, a home rule, whatever, that, uh, you know, if you rolled your dice and they rolled off of the book, you had to roll again. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the car. I remember doing the, it's on the carpet, but it's like sideways. Like, it's a 20. It's not a 20. It's a nine. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that well. One of my fond memories that I always remember of gaming back in the day was playing up in Gary's apartment and he would always mm -hmm. DM. And I remember he listened to a lot of uh, Moody Blues, wasn't it? Oh, geez. Yeah. And, yeah. And I don't, whenever I hear Moody Blues, I go to D&D <laughs> my mind like, oh, it's Dungeons <laughs> and Dragons. And then Matt sitting in the corner snoring hey matt hey matt what are you doing <laughs> he'd be on the ground just falling asleep every time we played <laughs> we'd walk down to the convenience store that was down on the corner and get like two two liters a piece <laughs> yeah there was a lot of there was a lot of oh the the diet was terrible i remember uh -huh. doing the taco bell runs and getting just like piles of chili cheese burritos <laughs> and stuff like that <laughs> and wes always had to have sour cream and green onions on his on his, on his uh the mexican pizzas they sold i remember that well and we'd always i remember doing piles of that or of pizzas remember doing a lot of papa john's and destroying my original riffs book in papa john's <laughs> garlic butter that was at that old woody's house we actually played at a table at woody's house he had a dining yeah, room that's... table <laughs> <laughs> that was class back then <laughs> yeah we would sit around that table and actually had a table there because most of the time we just had like if we played at my house when i was living in my parents basement as a kid we had the hard like linoleum floor <laughs> i've got a game table now it's much nicer yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean I mean, shoot, nowadays, a lot of my gaming gets done over the internet. So, you know, with Roll20 or things like that. Yeah, a lot of us have moved away. And you play with some folks that we knew from back then still, too. And, and they don't live in the area anymore. They live in other parts of the country. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, yeah, so I've, you know, been playing for a while now with uh, someone that's in, you know, you got people in... Oregon, uh, Chicago, and in Tennessee. And that's how we could keep the game going. Yeah, that's awesome, though. I wish, I kind of wish that we had this kind of thing when I moved away and was living in like California and Kansas City and, and DC area, and we would have been able to keep on playing. That would have been great. <laughs> it really wasn't a thing to, that was considered when I, when I was, you know, moving out of oh, the house sure. and moving on but I, I i wonder how that would have gone it would have been a good thing to have then. <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine trying to to game by like telephone with long distance rates back in the day you know i was that's i was thinking something like that. i was like I, I don't know if i could game by telephone i think it's hard for me when when we don't have 
video to see people sometimes because I do a lot of like looking at you and people when I talk to them and take a lot of my social mm-hmm. cues from faces. And and as a DM, I rely heavily on social cues from people's faces. Absolutely. Yeah, it's 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 very important to be able, I think, to see people around the table. And this Star Trek uh, technology is something else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now we just need the transporters. So we played probably like we played a lot of different games back in the day. I couldn't even begin to name them. And not all of them were tabletop, but definitely we ventured a little bit into those like live action vampires and stuff in the 90s. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when it started out. There was a place out here. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you ever do that at ABC Games? I think that's what it was called out on out in Blue Ash when Dawn and Lance used to play out there. I remember that, but I was not part of that. No, um, I did. <laughs> there were. I, I really only until I got older had two LARPing experiences because I was one of the. For, Whatever reason, when you're a kid, you create arbitrary distinctions between things. I did that. And, yeah. <laughs> we, like, all, we, we did that a lot. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Gatekeeping your fandom is uh, a time-honored tradition, I guess. So, <laughs> <We're shits. laughs> I would. I, I felt like LARPers were real nerds. I was a tabletop gamer, and I wasn't going to go and LARP. That's for fucking nerds. <laughs> But, uh, oh, uh, I yeah, I had I had I was not a popular kid in the school. I was always a new kid at school because I was always getting kicked out of schools and starting at a new school because I had gotten expelled. And I'd walk into that school and sit down at a lunch table with my game books and everybody else. And man, I got I got crap. <laughs> <laughs> Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's not the way. I mean, maybe it would be now, but but in the 90s, that was not the way to make yourself the popular kid. No, it was not at all. <laughs> so what is that? That's rifts. You don't know about rifts. It's so cool. It's like mega damage, power armor, and magic. <laughs> and rifts, I mean, the 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 idea behind rifts is such a cool idea. It's, it's so it, it's such a great concept. It's basically just kitchen sink gaming, you know? Yeah. Like, it, it blew my mind back in the day. Like, wait, you can do anything? <laughs> oh my God. You can do anything except for roll up a character in less than five hours. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we're going to need two sessions. We did. So we're running a Rifts game now. I don't know if I told you that or not, but every, actually we ran it this weekend. And uh, it's the only in-game person we're doing right now. And I've been, I've been having fun just throwing everything in the sink. And uh, yeah, when we went to roll up characters, unfortunately, it was more than one session. <laughs> I thought there was some, the first time I tried to make a character for riffs. I legit thought there was something wrong with me. <laughs> because I just, it was taking so long <laughs> i still love it well it, it plays pretty easy right now especially all the stuff i've learned about games and mechanics over the years i'm able to streamline it and get it going and we've been running with it the character creation process i have to find some hacks to streamline that yeah i'm, I'm i wonder if there are like character generator things online 
Uh, not really. I think there's some licensing issues. Like he's been oh, pretty right. hesitant for for to do any kind of things and, and not allowing other people to put stuff out and all. So I, I think they should do look at some kind of open license. I think it would help them. It, it would help growth and people would be able to put out cool hacks and stuff for it. Oh, yeah. I mean, if there were open license things available for Palladium games, there's a lot of things that I would go back. And, oh, the- they had after the bomb. Mm. TMNT and other strangeness. Oh, yeah. Like, that's my jam right there. Well, I've got the old after the bomb books. I don't have the new one. I'm I'm, I'm going to try to pick it up soon. It's, I say new, but it's been out 20 years. <laughs> 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 so that puts you, I call things new that have been out for a couple of decades still. <laughs> um, but the new one is pretty much the, the, where they put everything in. Cause they don't have the license for the TMNT name anymore, but right. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna ask a question here because I have this memory of games past and I'm gonna ask if you remember it and you can clarify my hazy memory. Do you remember playing Shadowrun perhaps at either Matt and Rachel or Luke and Rachel were together at the time? And there was they one of them was I think it was Matt. Yeah, I think it was Matt and Rachel were a couple and they had like a little apartment and one someone was running shadow run there and we i remember sitting around this apartment floor playing a game of shadow run um we only played a few games i don't think we played very long oh man i remember i was it's got to be the same thing because i think i only really ever had the one shadow run character that's what i was gonna um, say i the only time yeah. i played it <laughs> <laughs> were those sessions there i don't remember who was the game master but i remember playing shadow run it must have been someone they worked with like because i remember it was someone i didn't know either but we were all really excited because we all really liked the idea of shadow run but none of us could like none of us wanted to run it it was such a complicated (laughs) system (laughs) i bought the book i don't remember where i bought but i remember having the book um, cause I also around the time I had bought, uh, bought earth dawn and was looking for an earth dawn game and ended up finding a group that was playing earth dawn and playing mm. with them. Now, I haven't seen those fellers since for 25 years, <laughs> but yeah, I remember yeah. that campaign and it stuck in my head. It was like, every time shadow runs brought up, I was like, I know I played it once, but it's hazy. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh man. No, I, I remember like I for a long time the crazy thing about like the gaming that I used to do and I guess still do I it, I think this is just natural in gaming <laughs> is that like you'll get together with your buddies and you'll start a campaign and you'll run for like a couple of weeks and everything will go great and then something happens and someone can't make it and it just spirals out and uh and the, the game just fizzles out. And then somebody's like a week later, hey, I got an idea for a game. <laughs> <laughs> and you get the same group of people together and you run for a couple of sessions and then it, it, it happens again. <laughs> We've had this group that I've been playing with for the last well quite a few years now we keep we've like the so our our astonishing swordsman and sorcerers of hyperborea campaign has gone over two years now we're doing about a year or more on the old school essentials which is wrapping up uh we ran uh rapana took for about two years so we've had some good tracks but we also had a few that puttered out i was doing the blight 
with swords and wizardry and that one kind of puttered out and did did exactly that type of thing then we decided to take that night and say okay we're gonna run these games for a little bit like for a few weeks we'll run this and then we'll try something else well that ended up giving birth to the old school essentials game which has gone for over a year now so saying that we're gonna run this only for a few sessions seemed to have worked to get us a long-running campaign <laughs> so 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 then the, the the secret is to do the opposite you, you instead of setting out to run a long-term campaign and having it fizzle out after a few weeks just try to run a one shot and then everyone will just keep showing up for the next three years <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey we're doing a one shot of barbarians of the ruined earth on the 17th if you're available it's a monday night i believe it's it, you can check that's, it out that's possibly yeah free. that's possibly doable that'd be yeah okay um yeah we'll talk about it after this <laughs> we're not going to schedule our game yeah. on the pod everybody i'm sorry <laughs> that was not for all of our listeners we don't have enough space for that many people <laughs> we'd love to have some of y'all join us sometime for one shots but perhaps we got to make sure we have a, a manageable a manageable uh group for light light's going to be running it so i'm going to be playing in it and i've not i've not played it yet we're doing it to re- we're going to do a review of it on here and uh cool and it'll be it'll be fun i'm excited we're going to try to do one shots monthly right now so we'll see where that goes try out some of these games we've been dying to play mork morgs on the list that's something that i really want to get into as far as like gaming goes as well is just uh because i think well Kind of in keeping with the the whole idea of the game falls apart. A lot of times it's scheduling. Yeah. And it's just, you know, something comes up for one person and they can't make it. And so the group just doesn't get together. Mm-hmm. And what I think I'm, I'm going to push for with my groups moving forward is that if someone can't make it, we still get together. Oh, yeah. And maybe like, you know, maybe we don't play whatever the, the ongoing game is, but uh, we do a one shot. Oh yeah, that's you know, there's there's so many zero prep one shots out there. Oh yeah, like you were just uh, we were just talking about Beyond the Wall as one of those. There's a ton of the like, Karen is pretty easy to run with. There's a lot of things mm-hmm. you can pick up rule wise and roll up a character in two seconds. Now, especially in like the indie scene, there's a lot of rules like quick to pick up things. And like if you're if you are a uh, a person that is into five E or those kind of things in the uh, Van Richten's guide, the Ravenloft setting they put out recently. They've got uh, rules for making what they call survivors, What's and that? so they're they're like not really full on PCs, so they're really stripped down. Okay, and basically the whole idea is they're characters that you would play for a one shot that are designed to die at the end of the one shot. <laughs> I like it as a way of like. <laughs> you could add depth into your ongoing story. So you've got a a game going on and maybe you want to show your villain getting up to something bad. So your PCs, if somebody can't make it, you roll up survivors and then you just do a quick one shot where the villain kills off these survivors. So they get to see the big bad in action before they ever go and face him themselves. I love that. That's a great idea. That's a cool yeah, thing right? to add to the guy. I like that. It is good. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I had not heard of that. That's a, 
that's something I have to put in my little brain pan for, for the future. They can be used in a lot of things, in a lot of ways. Good way oh, yeah, absolutely, that. yeah. So reminiscing back in, in, in the years ago, um, when we were, when we were sitting around on mostly floors, but sometimes people living and I can, I've got so many stories or diners. Yeah. Oh, you weren't at the Denny. Were you, at, were you in the Denny's I was campaign at for 30 days? Ashes was there. Woody was uh-huh. there. I think, um, who else was there? Was Jamie Luke was there? I think. And Jamie. Luke, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Oh, Lucas, Luke passed away and I'm like, yeah, devastated with the COVID. That was, that was a lot to take in. He was a few years younger than us still. Um, but that was yeah. the year 2000 because I had just bought the third edition books when they came out. I was like, we're going to play the new D and D and we had a Denny's campaign and we started getting the private room in the back to play. And <laughs> I still see Kelly. She's married. They got a, like, like we're pretty good friends. Uh, we're pretty good friends. They live just up the street. The who used to wait on us there. You remember Kelly? I do. Yeah. She, I, yeah, she's just up the street. I still see her. So we had a, this uh, one waitress who would just come in and wait on us and hang out. We're good friends with her. And, uh, Actually, if I to this day, while I record, I drink out of an old Denny's mug from that Denny's because that's brilliant. We decided to end <laughs> the campaign that night. The night they were closing that Denny's down was the last night that so we were in there playing <laughs> D&D as they were closing it down. Like Denny's is closed permanently. And we took the Denny's mugs. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> That that was our treasure. It was, that was the loot we got from the. Uh, we looted Denny's at the end. Of the- <laughs> that was great. They had a private room in that Denny's in the back. At first, we started in a big booth up front. Remember? Yeah. And then we ended up getting back to that back room, and it was like a little our own little section. So it would be late night, and the drunks would come in, and we'd be back there gaming all night. And we could still chain smoke in Denny's at that point, so we were back there smoking and drinking coffee all night. <laughs> Oh, and they, you know that honestly, that was probably the best ideal gaming situation. Like, oh, it's good. A, a private room where they bring you unlimited coffee, and you can get food just by asking someone to bring you food. Like, as long as it was, it was as long as I had just gotten my paycheck, I could get food. <laughs> <laughs> if paycheck was three days ago, I'm starving, and <laughs> someone's buying me coffee back then. <laughs> that's how it worked yep <laughs> and i'd be lugging in my 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 oversized i always have bag bags that are just way too full of books that i carry everywhere and i just lugging in all these bags backpacks busting out all these books on the table at denny's oh it was a good time i really i look back that's one of those campaigns that i don't remember too much about the campaign itself except i was really into demons with it and yeah. I remember more us hanging out and shooting the shit than anything. All I remember is I had a character who was a, cause it was, you know, third edition. And so sorcerers were new and fancy and shiny at the time. I, and I was like, I want to play a sorcerer wizard, a cross class <laughs> sorcerer wizard. Who's like <laughs> his, his natural magical ability is all defensive so he goes out to learn 
magic that's offensive and he becomes a wizard and studies how to do like that was my concept i don't even remember that much i'm so sorry i, feel bad. I got the worst memory on earth if i don't that write is... it down for game i'm not remembering it notebooks <laughs> i i have had so many notebooks in my lifetime i just pile up notebooks everywhere i have milk crates full of notebooks some of them are still in my parents but i just have notebooks <laughs> i have no <notebooks. laughs> Filled with chicken scratch because my writing is illegible. <laughs> as long as you can read it, that's that's what matters. And wish that I could. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can. About eighty nine percent of the time, <laughs> there are those times when I'm looking at my writing, wondering what I was attempting to do there. Oh my goodness! So in the nineties, and, and this is since we're trying to go back down memory lanes. Yeah. What? Because two thousands. I think that's past the nineties. That's that's we were getting a little older. That's, that's, and, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was right yeah. before I took off from the Marine Corps and stuff when we were doing that. Right. But back in the nineties, what were the what games do you remember the most playing? Because I oh, I mean, um, so I I started. It was D and D for me. TSR era D and D. I remember I I, I kind of got started with the Forgotten Realms box set, the gray box. Yes, yes. Because um, I went into that hobby store, uh, Fairfield Hobby Shop, that was right across from uh, yes. where you had that little apartment for a while. I lived right across the street from that. I went over there all the time. Yeah, well, I went in there because I was on a sleepover at a friend's house, and he had a, his parents lived like a few blocks away from there. So I went in and uh, picked up that box set because on the box it literally said contains everything you need to adventure in the forgot in the fabulous forgotten realms or something like that. And so I got it and I took it home and I opened it up and I'm like, why does this keep referring to all of these other books? (laughs) (laughs) Cause I was like 12 and I had no idea. Um, (laughs) Oh, but then I got, um, I got into D and D and then, uh, I played a lot of like Hero Quest and Dragon Quest. If you remember those, they were sort of like yeah, yeah. And mostly, like once we got things sorted out, mostly D and D through high school. And then I got out of high school and I found White Wolf, and I started playing a lot of like Vampire and Changeling is my jam. Always has been. Uh, it's such a weird clunky awkward system you got a nice changeling collection i just saw when i was at your house the other day because yeah. the first yeah. thing i do when i go to a house is look at bookshelves and start drooling it was the game shelf like oh there's the alternative books there's changeling <laughs> yeah i think i think i'm only missing like two or three books to have the the full collection of second edition releases i remember when you were first getting into it I don't remember if I played any of it or not with you, but I remember it. And I can't, so my memory, so I played, like there was literally a time when I first graduated from high school and I was just like, didn't have anything to do but work. And I was single, I had to worry about anything where I played seven days a week. Right. And I can't remember what all I played anymore. <laughs> I do remember like, being in an Earth Dawn campaign. And playing second edition AD&D at Woody's house at that time. I suspect that you may have played, because I've I've started more Changeling games than I can remember. I think that I've started um, it a few times with you. <laughs> but I, they typically go one or two sessions. 
and then just they never happen again either because something would happen in my life and I wouldn't be able to continue or I'd just be like I'm not feeling this and I don't want to keep running it Mm -hmm. or people wouldn't be able to make it so like I've I've probably started a dozen changeling games (laughs) that have gone nowhere (laughs) (laughs) I I believe I I remember doing plenty of that especially back in the 90s when we were younger, it was constant. Every time somebody went to a game store with a little bit of money, they'd be like, I got a new idea for a campaign. <laughs> the other yeah. campaign got dropped. <laughs> or you just go, you go into the game store and you buy a whole new system. Yeah, constantly. And then, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but- <laughs> <laughs> we did that all the time when we were younger. We jumped from role-playing game to role-playing game. It was an obsession. You had mentioned that little Fairfield hobby shop there. Mm-hmm. That reminded me right out of, was it, I think it was right out of high school. I used to drive around a little red Volkswagen Golf. It was a, it was an 87 Volkswagen Golf. Little red. I remember that Golf. Yeah. <laughs> we could fit like eight kids in that thing. <laughs> it, was, it was bad. And <laughs> you ever see eight kids riding around in a Golf? The windows up trying to get stoned, right? <laughs> playing too much D and D. Oh, listening to a lot of punk, <laughs> lots of punk rock, and definitely a lot of goth rock and heavy metal. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, typo negative and and King Diamond a lot too. <laughs> so I remember I was driving down the highway on that little red Volkswagen Golf. The last time I ever drove it, this lady in this Cadillac pulled out. T-boned me and broke the tie rod in half and totaled my car. And I got a pretty decent sized settlement. And I went over to that Fairfield hobby and I spent almost all of it on, on getting the rest of the palladium books that I did not have as I started. <laughs> and I bought a $400 K car from the neighbor. <laughs> I was like, I don't care what my car looks like. I'm going to get every palladium book ever made priorities priorities That's exactly <laughs> what i did i remember because i remember buying sidescape because sidescape had just came out so or i think it had just came out. i had wanted one sidescape from palladium and i bought other game books too besides that i remember there was a game store in the montgomery out towards kenwood mall that was up there in the mall you remember that game store in the mall there uh yeah yeah i remember getting so I, I bought the manhunter book the palladium riffs did like a crossover manhunter book there i remember buying that at the time too with that settlement money <laughs> <laughs> that was slightly irresponsible <laughs> that's why i tell i'm like sean listen to me i know how, i know how things go i know what you're about to do because i did it too <laughs> oh we were goofy so we're coming up about on 30 minutes and actually we're, we're past 30 minutes. This time, right? I'm, I'm not, we'll, we'll see what happens here. Uh, I want, before we end this, this episode here, I'd like you to tell folks about your podcast and where they can find it and uh, find y'all online and whatnot. So. Oh yeah, sure. Uh, so you can go to uh, wegiveyoubrainworms.com. That's where you can find all of our podcasts. We currently have two that are going on. I'm only in the one regularly, but there's the Brainworms podcast and Butcher Block, which is horror movies. You check that out and you can uh, find us on Discord, the Funky Fresh Brainworms Discord. Give it a listen. You can find us anywhere podcasts are hosted or on YouTube. 
we'd love to hear from you guys. So, so go check out Brainworms. And uh, if you've enjoyed what you've heard here today, or maybe you hated this episode, but you like the rest of them, which is okay. <laughs> Please give us a positive review wherever you're listening. And those of you that have been giving us positive reviews, I want to thank you so much. It's so helpful. You can find us on Facebook. We're pretty active. I probably spent too much time messing around on Facebook when I'm outside smoking. <laughs> <laughs> we're pretty active on the facebook just search wobblies and wizards wobblies and wizards.com is our blog i'm on the twitter at logar hail crom and keep those dice rolling this is logar and i'm just gonna do a quick plug here for our, our little podcast we put a lot of time and effort into this and money out of our own pockets so if you appreciate having a daily podcast about role-playing games with our specific bend Please go over to Patreon backslash Wobblies and Wizards, that's W-O-B-B-L-I-E-S-A-N-D-W-I-Z-A-R-D-S, and give us a little support.